0: I'm Carrie Brett, and you're listening to Shot at Love, the first motivational podcast around online dating. Isn't it time you took a shot at love? Took a shot on yourself? Believe you're worthy of true love? Is there a more effective way to date? Can you find love? Hell yeah, and I'm going to show you how it's done. Today, we have a very special guest who's going to share her professional insights around online dating, especially during this difficult time. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Carrie Brett and this is Shot at Love. Today's topic is finding love in the time of COVID-19. This is such a challenging time for people across the board. More than ever, people are longing for that human connection. Loneliness is so amplified at this time. Some people are in the state of shock. They're feeling isolated, financially fearful, or even feeling their own mortality. There is so much uncertainty in the world. I believe this is a time for humanity to share stories that uplift others. My goal for this episode is to lend some encouragement, leaving you inspired with a large dose of hope. What better time than the present to get moving on your future? I'm super excited to introduce Amy Noveli. Amy is a successful author who's published four books and is also the owner of Love Amy a dating concierge service that helps teach you how to be successful in online dating and ultimately find love. Love Amy was featured in the New York Times, Business Insider, and even the Today Show. Hey, Amy, thanks for being here. Hello,
1: Carrie. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you.
0: I know. I'm so excited. I, re- I reached out to Amy because I was so impressed with her story, and we both have similar views around cracking the code in dating. I was So so happy when you agreed to be on Shot at Love. When I reached out to her for the first time, or reached out to you for the first time, I couldn't believe that you actually lived for a period of time a few streets streets away from me in Hingham. I thought that was... Oh, yeah, love it. That's (laughs) such a sign from the universe
1: that we were meant to connect. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm all about signs, and I couldn't agree more. Like, Hingham, I mean, please, amazing. (laughs) So... You're now out in L.A.? Right now, I am quarantining in California. I'm in Santa Barbara. I do live in New York City, so I'm happy to be out of New York City for the moment, although that is where my heart usually is. I'm sure. I'm sure. That's why I find it so
0: random that you were living in Hingham, (laughs) and we didn't meet, so for my listeners that don't know where Hingham is, Hingham is 17 miles outside of Boston, but... You know the universe put us together, so here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. We're gonna. I'm gonna bring a really good show to my listeners, and you guys don't even know what we have in store. So a lot of people call Amy the love doctor, and today she's going to teach you how to swipe right on the rest of your life. So the thing I love about Amy the most is that she's such an optimist, and I feel like most people are. Pretty negative around online dating. So, you yourself found love online, and could you share your story and how you created Love Amy?
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks. So, I am, um, as you said, as you so nicely uh, introduced me, I am a four time author. And the books that I've written with my best friend Trish, uh, the first three books, they're all very socially anthropologic about motherhood and marriage and reinvention. This last book that the both of us wrote together came out two years ago called Just When You're Comfortable in Your Own Skin, It Starts to Sag. And this book is about kind of at 40 plus, like kind of just reimagining your life, questioning your relationships and your personal and professional life. And in the course of writing this book and interviewing hundreds of women, I realized I had to leave my marriage of 20 years. And we had been together for 26. And so it was The hardest thing I've ever done and the scariest thing I've ever done. And I sat around with this gaggle of single great girlfriends that I have and total rock stars. And they just were so pessimistic and they said, Oh, you're gonna hate it. There's nobody on the app. It sucks. And I literally looked at them and I'm like, Hey, wait, hold on. (laughs) You guys are amazing. You're gorgeous. You're successful. We're in New York City people. Like You've got to be kidding me. And they said, "Mm -mm, good luck, good luck. And so I dove into online dating like it was quite literally my job. I was dating. I don't necessarily recommend this, but I was dating four to six people every day
0: for a while. That's unreal. (laughs) It's unbelievable to me.
1: (laughs) It is. I I looked at it like my job and I made every mistake you can make. You know, I had really crappy photos. I didn't even write anything on my profile for a while. I was giving away whole Saturday nights for my first dates with people before I even met them. That's a huge no-no in my rule book now. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I I just, I said, I'm going to do this differently. I cast a really wide net. I was dating, like, tall guys, short guys, bald guys, you know, guys with beards, every ethnicity. I, I really, I just thought, I'm going to just meet people. And I'm going to learn one new thing from every coffee date, 30-minute coffee date, once I figure that out. And I just started having a ball. And at the same time, because like you, I'm kind of spiritual woo-woo, I was sort of sharpening my intuition. And so, you know, I really started attracting more and more sort of people that were more spiritually, emotionally, mentally aligned with me without even realizing it. And so it ended up, I met the love of my life two years ago almost on Bumble. That's and, so great. you know, it was amazing. And, um, and you know, like online dating, it's like the, the chemistry really often works in reverse. And so that same thing happened to me. So long story short, I met this incredible individual and my, my girlfriends were like, what is going on? <laughs> and they were watching me date and have fun. And I was setting other people up, and I was, you know, I had even though it's like I wouldn't connect with someone on that level, I was making great friends and investor contacts, and so I just started grabbing their phones. I was like, all right, I'm going to help you guys out. It's not right. that hard, you know? Right. I'm like, no, it is. It's horrible. Um, and they still weren't really dating. And I, I said, well, I, well, what's wrong? I'm like, wait, well, we don't like to flirt on the app. we don't know how to do it so I just started taking over and I was logging in as them and I was sitting out dates and loving me was sort of born um very naturally
0: (laughs) yeah I mean here's the thing what I think about all this you actually put the time and you worked it as a job I'm super impressed with the four coffee dates because I couldn't land a coffee date no matter how much I tried I would have just done that but I don't know if people drink too much in Boston, but everybody just wanted to go out to a bar to have that, I don't know, ease of the alcohol there. So I found that really frustrating. And I definitely want to talk about how you did that. But I feel like people get on the apps and they're like, "Uh, hey, why why can't I figure this out? Why can't I find the right person to swipe on? Because they haven't put the time in. They haven't put the time in.
1: it's a side hustle, and I, you know, I have my one-on-one rules. I have this whole, I have <laughs> regime when I that I put my clients through, and it's, it's sort of like dating, online dating boot camp in a way. And you really do. There's so many myths, you know. When I talk to people and they say it's horrible, it's horrible, it doesn't work, and I say, okay, well, about how much time per week are you putting in? Right. And and they're like, I don't, I don't know. I said, well, let's break it down per day. And they say, what do you mean? (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) Problem number one. You know, you have to be on the app every single day and break it down into 15 minute increments, but it's at least an hour a day. At least. At least. This whole little alien world is so strange and it's very time sensitive. And if you're not literally just looking at it like this is my side hustle, I'm going to set an alarm four times a day, make it in there, continue conversations with people, swipe into like purple tunnel. It's just, I don't think people really realize how much time it takes to just get one viable coffee date. It's a lot of time.
0: It is. It is. But I learned over time that I wasn't going to be a pen pal. I wasn't going to sit there and have all this time wasted for some, for a date that would never materialize. And so people, when they first start doing this, they think, oh, I have a ton of matches. Well, matches aren't dates. Matches, essentially, are pretty much meaningless, in my opinion, unless Mm -hmm. I've got something on the calendar in advance. So, again, that's because I was serial with Carpal Tunnel, like yourself, and so... um, Well, you
1: you have to be, and and the thing is, you know, we need to take control, you know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of women that I talk to, and I work with both men and women, but a lot of women I talk to, it's like, well... It's nothing. Nothing good is happening. Well, we need to take control. We need to take control of, you know, who we think we want versus who we really, you know. It's like let's look at our core values. Let's take a step back. I mean, everybody asks me, well, what's the first step in being successful? Well, the first step is self care.
0: Right. And people
1: get really stumped on that. What do you mean? So I spend a lot of time with my clients talking about, well, what is self care for you? They're like, well, why does it matter? So because you can only meet someone as deeply as you've met yourself. Yes. And they really don't, it's sort of like, whoa, okay. And so, you know, I I mean, I can't even get in to see my therapist anymore, Nancy, because I've referred too many people to her. But, you know, it's like if you, you've got to figure out your stuff from past relationships, you have to sort of like dive deep. You have to be self-aware and know what your issues are and be really open and ready. Like, I say no a lot to people if I don't feel like they're open and ready for this process because the energy you put out is exactly what you're going to get back. And if you're open and optimistic and excited, even though, you know, it's a side hustle and dating is a roller coaster no matter what. Right. But, you know, that, all my clients sort of say the same thing, like, ah, the light bulb went on and now it's just, something is different and now I'm starting to like, you know, like find some sort of viable matches. So, you know, it's all of that stuff it, that you have to think about. Right. It comes from within.
0: And I knew I had put so much in my past relationship that the universe would, that would come back to me karmically. And I knew that mm-hmm. I deserved someone who was a good person because I feel like I'm a good person. And, right. Right. you know, so exactly. I I was very assertive when, if I wanted someone to ask me out and I was dating you know, texting a bunch of guys, and they would say, what are you doing this weekend? And I really, I wouldn't recommend doing this, but I noticed the things that I did do, and I had no one to bounce it by. I would say something like, do you think a girl like me is going to end up on this, on Tinder for a long time? I'm not. And, (laughs) you know, I was really kind of ballsy with my statements, but I just felt like, hey, buddy, if you're going to, don't wait to ask me out because I'm already going out Friday night, Saturday night. So you just got the Sunday slot. And
1: well, <laughs> again, I don't is, recommend the it is, being the what? way it was no, sometimes. Is, no, no, but you're right. It's the confidence, right? So it's like, however it manifests for you, whatever the messaging is, it's different for everybody, but it's that energy, right? It's the energy that you're putting out there. It's the confidence and that energy that is just magnetic. And that is, something that most people have to really work on because dating just feels, I mean, I work with so many like CEOs and just, I mean, my clients all have two things in common. One, they're all rock stars on every level. And two, this is the only part of their lives they can't figure out. Right. So like all, like two weeks ago, I went for, I guess, no, months when I could still go to an office and meet with a client. I was in, I met with this woman. She's quite well known to the CEO of a very large company in New York City and I was sort of intimidated I was sort of nervous meet with her because she's built such an incredible entity and I sat down in her office and we shut the door and I'm sort of nervous what are you going to ask me and and she burst into tears oh. and she just said this is so hard I don't even know what I'm doing I'm terrified oh, and yeah. so it takes for most people the confidence that you embody it takes most people a little bit to get there but that's the goal so if you can sort of like feel comfortable in your own skin during this process to the best of your ability, because it is intimidating, that's when the magic happens. Right.
0: But I think that confidence builds over time. So I have Mm -hmm. a successful photography career, but Carrie the photographer was very different than Carrie the person. And so when I was online Mm -hmm. dating, I couldn't hide behind my photography career. I couldn't hide behind my camera. And so the only way that I became a confident, better dater was by, doing the work and putting the time right. in and having mm-hmm. that will or determination to pull myself back up and get back out there even though the night before I balled my brains out the whole way home in an uber and some yeah. some days are not pretty but I wasn't go- going to have another man break me and I was going to Make it happen, come high, high hell or high water, and I think you yeah. you have to have that attitude. And if you don't, you will not survive.
1: You, you, it's true, and it's you know it's not to say that it, you, know, you can get there, um, but but what what I realized is you need help, whether it's me, whether it's a best friend, whether it's somebody who can like hold your hand a little bit and kind of help you see what your best qualities actually are. I mean, when you have to. Even just take a picture of yourself to these profiles or write something—it it literally takes people down to their knees. Like it's yeah. like a really tough thing to do for yourself. And most of us, no surprise, don't see ourselves the way we really are. We're gonna, we're gonna sort of undercut a lot of our amazing qualities. So that is part of my job—is to, I, you know, my clients fill out a ten-page intake form, and I can really see their sparkle. Like that's my goal. I want to see where you sparkle. Like. I'll talk to people who are super successful and they're leading with their resumes. And then I find after like meeting two or three with them, I find this like sort of dry sense of sick humor that is just awesome. <laughs> like, right. oh, that's it. That's what we have to highlight. You are really funny. And they look at me like, what? I'm like, no, you're really funny. And so that's what we lead with in the profile. And then we, I take my own pictures if I have to to get that sparkle in their eye, right? It's like, so I think that's what a lot of this the profiles are missing is the true like we're, we're putting out yeah we're putting out what we think the other sex wants to see right so like i'll see like i see a ton of profiles that are too sexy for instance oh, yeah. you know i see a ton of profiles that are like really benign like i love to travel and i'm spiritual really because we all are you know it's like it's like no no no, no. like i have a client who travels with her blender because she loves smoothies so much and it's like hilarious she is hilarious and like i can't even tell you like how you know, how much, like, we are attracting the right guy for her,
0: you know? That's good. I mean, so, I, I always, yeah. what I'm, I'm a little eccentric. <laughs> I'm an artist and I'm a little out there, so I don't know any other way to be. So I just would always have these kind of outrageous answers that were true to me. I remember one time I sent my boyfriend this video of me dancing in my kitchen with all my guy friends around, and I was dancing to um, all the song All Right, All Right by the Alabama Shakes, and the video's completely outrageous, but I, but I was making fun of myself, but I sent it to him, and then after I hit sent, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? But I was screening him, because I have a wild side, yep. and you know, he, he I was telling him, should I mention that story the other night? And he said, I love that you dance, but just don't throw your back out, baby. <laughs> so I was laughing about that because, you know, I,
1: awesome. I'm i older now
0: <laughs> than when I sent that video, but that's my true but that's, side.
1: And that's, and that's how you're going to attract the right person for you, right? right? It's like well, we all, we think that our quirkiness and our Nerdiness or whatever. Like I'm super goofy. I'm super goofy. I love costumes. I like live for Halloween. But like we all think that like our goofy sides or whatever, those sides we should be hiding, and those are the, those are the things you should be highlighting because if someone attaches themselves to those qualities, it's like it, it's it's amazing. And, it is and amazing. So I think and men fall in love with those the, out.
0: They fall in love with the imperfections. You know, Matt Damon, yeah. Matt Damon's gorgeous because of his crooked smile. You know, the, I know that from studying people, that it's imperfections that make people truly beautiful. And that's what I yeah. highlight when I photograph people, what makes them yeah. them.
1: So, totally. So, totally. Like, so, I, I, when, I, when I first started dating, I was like, if I see... Carell, I'm going to make out with him. Like, that's who I want. And it's just so funny. It's like, it really has nothing to do with sort of the ex It's like, I want, you know, someone who appreciates that kind of goofiness and humor. And I got it. She was like,
0: oh, that's so great. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break right now. But when we come back, we're going to talk about what can we do during this quarantine and... Amy has some solutions and some strategies of how we can use this time to our advantage. So we'll be back. But first, this week's Tinder Tips. Number one, you don't get what you don't ask for. Don't be afraid to ask. Number two, hard work will pay off. There will be days that you feel like you've been on 51st dates, but it only takes one. And in honor of our special guest, Amy Nobley, this tip comes right from her. Number three, remember to set expectations on your FaceTime coffee dates. Have a hard stop at 30 minutes in case you're not that into them. Welcome back. We're here with Amy Nobley. And we're going to talk about what, what can we do while we have all this this window of time. I think it's a great time to, to become a better dater. T- it's a great time to practice texting. So this quarantine is a, basically a timeout period. But I think we mm-hmm. can really focus in and build some connections. Do you want to weigh in on what you've been seeing with your clients during this time?
1: Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. It, it's, a, it's a very weird time. In history, we'll be studying this for a hundred years. So I think it's interesting. Instinctually, I think we want to hibernate, and that makes sense, right? Because it's a really weird time, and it's we're kind of mourning the lives we had, and we're uncertain about the future. And it's uh, understandably, people are sort of mildly depressed. They feel lonely. At the same time, what's starting to happen during this quarantine is that people are reevaluating their lives, and they're saying, "Oh my gosh!" Like. I really need a partner. I really would like a partner. I, this is scary to me. And, and it's, it's time to reprioritize everything in your life, yeah. you know, and really focus on what's important. I think we're all doing that inherently. And so as the quarantine progresses, what I'm seeing, because I do, I'm sort of like the eyes and ears of dating. And I'm, what I'm hearing is, and, and people are really starting to approach me now saying, I know we're in a quarantine but I need help because now I really understand the importance of having a true partner in life. And this is, I'm going to prioritize it and I want to do it. And so it's interesting. So it's like, then how, how do we do that? You know, and I am onboarding like three clients today and a Good. few more this week. And so here's what we're doing is we're taking advantage. First of all, they in the last week alone, just from my temperature because I work with clients all over the country. I'm on the app there is a surge. And I have seen some statistics from, you know, Bumble and Hinge and that there has been a huge surge over this quarantine of new accounts. Right. Because I think a, people have more time. Yep. And B again, like I said, people are starting to like, feel like, Oh gosh, this is going to be something important in my life that I want to do. And so take advantage of that. Right. So even if you're just, just sign up for some of the apps and just start swiping and and get get your arms around it. People are like, if you if you're on the app now, you'll see, like people's profile pictures have like a mask on, or they'll say like, you know, they're starting to like re- redo their app, their their whole profile to talk about the quarantine, their likes and dislikes, dislike, you know, less than six feet apart when I'm walking, you know, there's just funny, funny. People are sort of it's a leveler. It's something obviously it's an icebreaker. <laughs> so. Right. You know, it's, and it really has been, you you can weed out really fast right now, like who's serious and who's not. So when you're on there talking, you can just tell some people are just, they're getting right to the point. I'm looking for somebody long term and this has been really hard. So it's an opening. It's an opening to talk honestly about where you are in your life. It's a little easier than it was before because people are just sort of stripped of (laughs) a lot of ego stripped down right now. Yep. So so really just getting on the app and just starting to swipe and talk is is the first step. And I've also seen people do a lot of FaceTime dates, a lot of Zoom dates, like as first dates, which are fantastic. We're sort of like we're like cranking back time and we're we're starting to get to know each other in a slower way, in a more poignant way, in a more thoughtful way. I love it. I love to see everything slow down.
0: I do too. I just find this whole fact the FaceTime dates a little fascinating because I never did that so I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of experience with that and mm-hmm. I know you you have some strategy around this mm-hmm. yeah you know I like I like how you said you know give the guys a little tour, show them your surrounding. This is my dog. But I'm thinking about this. Like, <laughs> yeah. do I, do I need to like bust out Mr. Clean to meet Mr. Right? Like, <laughs> do I have to Marie my house before I do this FaceTime?
1: So this oh. is funny. So I think it's really funny. Like I have been coaching my clients recently on FaceTime dates and it's really funny. So I like to have fun with it. Now, You are in your pajamas. Do you want to necessarily be in your pajamas on your FaceTime date with, like, no, like, makeup? No. I mean, on the other hand, my whole strategy of in real life when this is over, right, it's, like, the 30-minute coffee date at a, you know, I don't recommend. I never recommend for a first date getting, like, your hair blown out and all makeup. Like, I just feel like it should be, like, the expectation should be low. now. But that said, <laughs> what I recommend is for your first FaceTime date with somebody is put a little bit of effort, you know, a little bit of lip gloss, you know, you don't have to go crazy. I would, if you want to jam pajama bottoms on, but then put a cute little top on <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and a cute sweater is fine. Right. Um, and also like have like a cup of coffee and just make it clear. Like, okay, depending on whatever time it is, is this a coffee date or a, a wine date? And if it's a wine, you know, if it's a wine date or a glass of wine. Right. and kind of set up your put your setup like, like you're putting a little bit of effort it doesn't have to be a lot but make a joke about it and if you have a dog give a pet like definitely pull the pet in just try to show a little bit about your life like i have some clients that give them like a mini tour okay well yep here's my dog hank and uh here's my view out the window and you know um or you're just sitting there but like make it you know really focus on it um instead of feeling self-conscious it's like just have fun with it and you know i think um, see
0: again this is your attitude i would be i'd be sitting thinking what do i wear on this first date in my living room you know it's like so depressing (laughs) because you're getting dressed up to go from the kitchen to the living room
1: um but you well and i think you can make a joke about it you just joke about it so you know it took me a long time to pick up this sweater um I, (laughs) i think that's I think that's, really, that's the best way to go about this. It's such an absurd time. And, you know, we have got to give a, a little levity to the situation. Um, and I just. I've, I've seen some of my, my clients at some of their best dates on FaceTime lately just because of it.
0: And I, I would be someone who would feel like my hair is like basically half brown and half blonde right now. I feel like. <laughs> right. I, needed, I know. I needed to go get my hair Colored well, two know, months ago.
1: Well,
0: yeah. I feel like Oh, I know.
1: Trust me. And and that's not necessarily something you want to joke about on your first date. You know, what you could do is like wear like a baseball hat, and, you know, and just like be like, you know, like, active chic or something with like lip gloss. And that's how I always did on my first dates anyway. Like when at Jonah Juice or Starbucks, I would always like come in from a workout. Like, yeah, <laughs> um, that's but cool. uh you know, there's yeah. the confidence I mean, there's again. We, you know, you're, yeah, you're right. being
0: true to who you are. And think. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah, and also, so a couple more tips, just because, you know, some of these tips are tips in real life beyond just FaceTime dates. But first dates, I would always, always make sure you have something to do 30 minutes later, okay? Yeah. Because it's like things can get – and, again, it's a numbers game. So 14 out of 15 times, you're not going to have chemistry with someone, and then you're stuck. So as you're texting someone, yeah, 3 o'clock sounds great. Let's do coffee on FaceTime. Um, Just FYI, I have a conference call at 3.30, so I'm going to have a heart out. That way the stakes are low, you have a total out. And if you really are digging each other, great. Then you can make another plan, you know, for a walk and talk date or something later and you'll be excited about it. But always have an out. The other piece of advice is just have three questions that you want to ask. And so I always tell my my clients, it's like, because I think there's this whole thing of like, oh, God, I'm going to be interviewed and, and I want them to like me. And it's like, no, like have three questions you're curious about and get them talking right away. Hey, what's your story? Like I saw that you, you know, lived in London for three years. What's your story? Like, And so that way you're scratching the surface. You're, you're scratching another layer below so you're not just talking about the weather the whole time. Um, and people love to talk about themselves. right? And so, you know, that just takes the pressure off of you. Have three questions and just look at it like, hey, I'm super curious, da-da-da-da-da, and pretty soon, 30 minutes is up, and then you can kind of decide from there. So you prepare.
0: I One of the things I used to do would be, I would look up the menu of the restaurant that I was going to be meeting someone. So I knew what ah. I was going to eat. I, was, I knew where I was going to park. I took things that could be problematic so that I could just focus in on the person when I got to the place I was meeting them. And I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool. That would be date two, but
1: yes, yes, (laughs)
0: yes. So there's the preparation and I tell my clients to never ask them out on a date, never hint to be asked out on a date. How, how would you implicate that with a FaceTime date? Would you suggest a FaceTime date or would you wait for the guy to suggest the Facetime date?
1: Oh, I see. So when you're on, you're, you mean when you're when you're on the app and you kind of like would like a date kind of thing, right? Yes. Is, is yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I have my own viewpoint. This is just me. I like chivalry. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a millennial. I'm fifty, and so <laughs> yep. probably has something to do with our generation. Uh, but I do like chivalry, and so it. You know, I talk to my clients a lot about grown ups. And that's pretty much we're all looking for a grown-up. And a grown-up is someone who is ready for something, who's been doing some stuff, but is self-actualized, you know. And, and so I actually really like it when the guy asks us first. Every once in a while, if, if you know, no one wants a pen pal, if it's going on too long and, and you're really interested in this individual, it's like, hey, you know, we should grab coffee, right? Um, but I, I, that's just my preference, but you know, I know plenty of women who are very, very, um, forward and like, they like to ask, they like to push it and just be like, let's, let's have coffee. So it's whatever you're comfortable with, but I'm not a fan. I feel like if things go too long, if if you're bantering with somebody for two days (laughs) and you're just texting on the app, it's like, there's something up. That means they're not quite there. They're either bantering with a million other people, or there's something that's, funky the going on because someone who's really ready to find a relationship wants to get off the app pretty quickly and that's just what I see all the time I agree
0: I, I remember I was dating one guy and all we did was text we did go out and one of my girlfriends used to say when are you going to start talking to him on the phone because this doesn't seem normal mm-hmm. to me this isn't a normal relationship and sure enough
1: the relationship didn't work out but yeah, it's almost always the case, right? It's like some, some, it's a lot of people just want validation. Like we don't know what's going on for the, you know, I always tell my clients, profile is not the person. Right. So we get so hung up and it's like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. people are on the app for lots of different reasons as you can imagine. So we're looking to weed out, you know, all the non grown ups like quick, 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 quick. And quick. I see red flags, like there's like 20 opening lines and I see them. I'm like, nope, delete. And my client's are like, wait, what? He's so cute. What? I'm like, nope. Mm -mm, right
0: because they tell you exactly who they are and a lot of these guys are online just for attention just for an ego stroke yep a lot of
1: them some of them are married some of them have a girlfriend some are you know there's just a million reasons and it's like that's where people that's where people they encounter a couple of those and that's why they quit because they're like oh this is terrifying this is horrible well and and a lot of people will say i wouldn't date 98 percent of the people on the app and then i say well would you date 98 percent of people walking down the street Exactly. No? I mean, it's, it's just, but it's a science. you got to figure out how to not take it firstly and weave through very quickly because it's a needle in a haystack, but it only takes one. So, it's, you know, it's kind of flipping the mindset a little bit um, on the whole process. Right. And I think
0: you do a really good job preparing your clients to have the right mindset for online dating. And it is about your attitude and your energy as you sift through all these guys that aren't right for you to find the person who is. Right. And so exactly. Um, what are some of the things I have my opinions on this, but what are the most common mistakes you think women make? My thing is they don't, they don't have the confidence to ask for what they want and you can't get what you Want if you don't ask for yeah. it or put it out there, that
1: exactly. Go ahead. exactly. No, that's, a, that's, a, that's an excellent, excellent point, and I think we can hone in on that. I, I work with my clients on this at every stage of online dating. This is really interesting. I think that you know, when you are a grown up looking for a grown up, two grown ups are going to check a lot of boxes without putting pe- without putting each other on the spot. But you're going to do this kind of dance. Right. Yep. And you can check boxes even when you're texting on the app and then you're off the app. It's like without just, without being super blatant, like, well, what do you exactly tell me exactly what you want or exactly how, where you see yourself in five years? You know, you don't have to do that. But there's a way to like sort of figure out whether you are on the same page as someone um, really, really quickly. And I am a big fan and my clients are sort of sometimes horrified to say, like, no. Or do you want to be dating someone for three months and then find out that they really don't want to get remarried and they really don't want a long-term thing? They're kind of somewhere in the middle because that happens so often. So I'm a big fan of like, it could be date three. It could be date two. And you're just kind of bantering and it's like, there are specific questions you can ask someone to get them to sort of open up and see if they are ready. See if they want the same things that you do. There's no, there's no harm in that. And to your point, if we don't ask, and we don't put that energy out of what we want, then it's on you. If you're into a six month relationship and someone raises their hand, they're like, well, we never talked about that. I, that's not what I want. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's my biggest message. totally, You've got to be honest about who you are and what you want. And there's very subtle, but firm ways to put that out there because that's, Again, you know, do you want to spend three years waffling around with the wrong people? It's like, no, no.
0: <laughs> no. And that's what happened to me where it was, I would have these mini relationships that would last, say, maybe three months to four months at a time, but they were just yep. passing time because they really didn't want to settle down. And I was exactly. so burnt by that for so long when I finally met my boyfriend, I, I, I was at the end of my rope. I was like, I want someone today present, helping me going to the dump, helping me drive my daughter to soccer. I wanted a true partner and I didn't want to wait months and months and months to see if it would pan out. So he really had to step up in a huge way immediately to lock it in. And, you know, I he's still like, I looked at an email this morning from my accountant and he had itemized all this stuff in the, the first line. I don't even know this person. It was someone helping my regular accountant. And she just wrote, wow, he's such a keeper. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I appreciate right. that because he cares and he's good. And every day he's doing well,
1: something for me. And I mean, awesome. I have, a, I have a client. Yeah, I have a client in Texas right now. And, and, and she is, we've been working together for about three months, which is about the time, you know, where I work with my clients for about three months at a time. Mm-hmm. And she's been dating someone for two months, and we found him on Hinge. He's a fantastic guy, but she was unwilling to have that conversation or at least just tick some of those boxes, right? Uh. And now he's kind of doing this weird thing where he's doing the disappearing act, right? He's like, he's, when he feels like he appears, and then he kind of goes, and she's absolutely devastated. And the thing is, if you don't have that conversation, if you're not, if you're unwilling to put out exactly what you want, and that's the consequence. So that, that is a very poignant, um, it's a very, very good, good point that you
0: right, bring because up. Because talk is cheap and men show you what their actions, what they're capable of. So I know she's kind of hurt I and mean, she's probably devastated right now, but truthfully,
1: she's, she's dodging a bullet or she's, she's dodging a bullet. She's dodging a bullet. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. And for men and women, both, it's like, it's like we just, there's just no time to waste, right? There's and, no time um, to
0: waste, and they've done mm-hmm. you a favor. Who wants that? It's not what you deserve, and I think now more than ever, people are looking within and seeing what really matters. It's not the things. It's not the big job yeah. title. It's not being able to go to these places. It's yeah, love. It's a really good point. And I say this,
1: yeah, I say this a lot to my clients. It's like. And we work on this. We work on this. And I would encourage anybody listening who's, you know, gonna do this. It's like, really, really write down all the qualities that you, you know, I have my clients do this exercise where I give them a white piece of paper. They fill it. I should fill it up, that whole piece of paper, take 20 minutes and tell me every single quality internally and externally that you are looking for. Like, you're perfect person, right? Go for it. They do it. They fill up their own whole paper. They push it over to me and then I take it and I look at it and I rip it up into tiny little pieces and they look at me and they're like wow okay because that was kind of a lot of work and then I look (laughs) at them and I say here's a new here's a new piece of paper I want you to think about somebody in your life that is non-romantic who brings you total joy just from the inside out and list their qualities
0: right
1: and so they do that's so interesting Single time, that's the person. Those are the leading core qualities internally of their person. And guess what? They don't come in the package you think externally.
0: Right. It's so true. I have. So I've, that's a huge lesson. It is a huge lesson. And I do that, but in a different way where I have the top 10 qualities and I tell people to write down the top 10 qualities of the man that you want to manifest. And I, I used to do that, so my list was very, in the beginning, it was so pathetic, and a lot of the things I would list were the same thing, like, okay, uh-huh. d- doesn't have a wandering eye, has to be faithful, like, Carrie, set right. your sights a right. little right. higher, you know, like, the, the qualities were right. so bad.
1: Like, it, it's the, it's the core cool qualities of, you know, um, being, being, you know, having gratitude and being generous and of spirit and being kind and 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 loving family, you know, like I have a current client who we did this exercise and within a month, she it was amazing. She's like, Amy, I would never normally have swiped on him, and I can't believe that he's not in the industry I wanted. He's you know completely different background. He, he, he I mean, they are totally in love and oh, because so nice. their core qualities are so aligned, I mean they they care for each other in a way that is so beautiful. and like I never thought I could find this kind of love, you know and you know, we all deserve it. It's just what we have to know about how to ask for it and, and put it out there. That's so great. So, which
0: leads me to talking about Love, Amy. Why don't you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, how much your services are. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the benefit right. is immense because they're finding you have, in what, 80%, 85%. I, I don't know exact exactly the numbers yeah. of success. but. Yeah.
1: It's a high success rate. Yeah, it is because, because I'm pretty, pretty picky about my process. Right. And, um, yeah, so you can find me, um, on my website. I even have my mobile number. I can't believe I even say that, but I do. Good. You can text me. <laughs> um, it's love So love one word.co. C O. You can find me and all the information there. I don't have my pricing on the website. It is just over $5,000 for three months. Um, it is a steep price. I think it is when you break down the hours, however, I'm one of the, I don't actually know another coach who does things the way I do. Not only do I kind of revamp, you know, your profiles and your soul thing and get you up and running, but I'm literally your partner. So I'm on demand. I'm an on demand coach. Wow. So I have people who call me every day, twice a day, text me. I will always answer. I mean, it's, this is the love of my life besides my guy and my kids. And, so I, um, I am so dedicated to my clients. So, yeah, so that's that's the deal, and um, just,
0: but you can reach me. That's great, and I think you get what you pay for, and this is a, a – think about what we spend money on, and this can change your life. And what a gratifying job you have, helping people find yeah. love. And also – Maybe they can follow your Instagram page, too. I know you want to probably include that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have such a small, tiny little following. It's hilarious. Yes, Please follow me on Instagram, love.amy.nyc. That would be really great. I love everything. I'm not as good at Instagram as I am at finding love for people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Stay in your
1: lane. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If anyone wants to help me with my Instagram page, let me know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You might be able to find a trade somewhere with one of these millennials. They're excellent at that. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh,
1: that's a great idea.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) this has been such an honor. I'm so excited that you were my guest today. It was fabulous and you just really lightened by day thank you so much for being here well
1: thank you carrie this is fabulous and i wish you all the luck in the world oh thanks
0: this is what shot at love is here for to help you find love i'm always here to help you and remember stay safe and stay tuned for more episodes follow on instagram shot at love podcast i'm carrie brett and we'll see you next time